-hmm. so it makes it feel more cohesive instead of if i do like i'm gonna hit this and then i'm gonna hit this and then i'm gonna hit this it's not cohesive it doesn't flow together there's that awkward moment in between spots i'm trying to get to it's just easier to let it flow let it flow let Let it flow flow. Uh, that's what i sing whenever i go pee (laughs) welcome to the effects loop i'm diaz i'm scott and we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community and my restaurant. Oh, now I got to cut the episode of the spot. Oh, yeah, because I'm pulling that part from... That, yeah, that's the intro. Yeah. Yeah. Or we could just not do that and be like, hey, if you want to know what I was talking about, you got to join the, the Patreon. That's an inside joke between all seven of us. You can go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and sign up and hear what I was talking about. Unless Scott wants to be nice and leave it in the episode. Uh, I'm, I think I'm cutting it. I think I'm cutting cut, it. Cut, cut, cut it. it. Yeah. I mean, you like, I, 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 I don't know which way I'm going to cut it, but I'm going to cut it. Yeah, cut it somewhere. Yep. Cut it out. All right. What's new with you, Scott? <sighs> How much time you got? Um, Technically three hours, three and a half hours. Yeah. We're not going that long. Okay. Um, cause I got laundry. I gotta get out of the dryer in like 30 minutes. Um, uh, so gear wise. Yeah. My MC six came MC six pro. Nice. Got that programmed up. Um, yeah. you know, what's great about being on the bleeding edge of technology is you get cut. Um, so there's, there's some programming things that are not quite working. So oh. I'm talking with their, um, okay. Let me, let me put it this way. Um, mm-hmm. Morningstar controllers were some, are some of the best out there. Like what, what you can do with them is so cool. And the programming of them is really easy. Yeah. The UI on it is phenomenal. And they keep making it better. Mm-hmm. Having said that. <laughs> Prefaced by. You feel like you're in perpetual beta with them. Ooh. Like there's always a broken feature or a bug fix. They're trying to sort out. Like they never really get it like sorted. Or at least that's how I felt. Like I've always had like an, a bug I'm waiting for them to fix or an error or something like, oh, you could do this. You should be able to do this, but it doesn't quite work. So like there's a there's that frustration I have there where like yeah. the, it is all is the buggiest piece of guitar equipment I have mm. and has been like the MC6 Mark II I had before this. There's always something they were trying to fix. And like when the helix or the quad cortex doesn't update or Kemper doesn't update, they're always saying, Oh, Hey, here's bug fixes. But I'm always like, Oh, I never experienced any of that. Yeah. The morning star definitely experienced them. I, yeah. I always wanted, uh, to do the, um, like anytime I see bug fixes, I always look and it's never something that I'm like upset about. Yeah. The morning star is real. Yeah. You're, you're, you are part of the, the few. Yeah, it just feels like you're in perpetual beta. So I joined their forum and I'm talking with one of their developers right now. And I just sent them my master like file um, yeah. to look at. So they're going to try to recreate my event. Okay. But I mean, they're also sold out again. Like Morningstar just cannot get enough chips for how much demand there is for their products. So yeah, it is cool that they're still working on like bug fixes and stuff though. Uh, so that's in. Um... I also got my pedal train Metro 24. So I've been, um, 
slowly moving my quad cortex rig over to that and all the mods that I'm doing to the board. So that I cut up, a, I cut out a chunk of it, um, of the center rail so that I could fit my wireless underneath the board. That's all in pedals are on top. I got my tall feet mod sorted. You'll hear that if you listen to our preup. And it only costs money. Yeah. It's only money. Um, and so that's, that's about to go in once we're done recording. And then I just got to zip tie and get all the cable management done. And that should be up and running. Very nice. But between those two projects, as well as I've been playing with my two notes again, um, uh, because do we want to get into the train wreck or the, t- t- the Z wreck discussion? Uh, sure. I okay. Um, so, but between all three of those things, my house has just been in disorder mode. Like I've been just, there's projects everywhere and it's messy and it's messing with my head. So I'm looking forward to having all these things done, putting stuff away, having a clean house again. I'm, I'm heavily affected by that more so yeah. than I used to be. I don't know. I must be becoming more type A. Um, so yeah, the last thing. Uh, so I went and Thursday and finally got to play Z-Rec live, like in, in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sitting there. I couldn't find a speaker cab at Chicago Music Exchange that I liked with it. The cream back was the closest thing, but nothing was really like doing it for me. So I was like, huh, is it like, and I'm, I'm sitting there like, this is all acting kind of like my Vox, which shouldn't be a surprise. It's a, it's a Vox-like circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sitting there I'm like, is it really just the speaker cab that's like the thing that's bugging me? Or the thing I want something different for? So I broke out my two notes, hooked up my Vox, started playing with it, and got my two notes finally organized with all the different types of speaker cabs that are built into it and trying to decide if I want to buy more. And uh, That's another gripe for another day, I think, with two notes is model but um yeah just set up like i I, well how many did i send you eight different speaker options on the ac15 and kind of everyone kind of had a different opinion on what they liked with it but it was actually kind of a fun experiment of like what works what doesn't Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so i got that all i'm i'm actually thinking now i might actually swap the speaker in my ac15 and just live like that i i think i like the el nico gold more than the el nico blue and that might be where i go very nice yeah sounds fun so now that you've completely zoned out because i was talking too long what's new with you um (laughs) no i was actually looking through the chat because i've been kind of absent um you have been emotionally absent in this relationship ds no i really have i i had a very crazy week last week i had um so one of my stores had to have a re-inspection and it was going to be unannounced we don't know when they're coming and nobody expects a spanish inquisition well and then thursday i had um and it's a scheduled inspection at my other store and so i so i've been kind of stressed about that for a few weeks um and uh so last week so thursday i had the inspection and it went great and the guy who's doing the inspection i was talking to him and he dropped a very heavy hint that he'd be doing my re my re-inspection at another store at my other store the next day so he kind of he he kind of uh broke the rules a little bit and gave me a very heavy hint he didn't tell me but he dropped plenty of hints um 
And so, because uh, I returned his hat to him, he left his hat one at one of one of the stores, and I brought it back to him. So he that was his solid. Um, and so, yeah, no, I've had a lot going on. And then this weekend, I went to Kentucky. I got my Equinox back, um, which I'm very excited about. That's one of my favorite vehicles that I've ever had. Um, so that thing's running like a dream. And uh, so that that's my what's new. Um, I also I did get in the Clone V3 from Electromotive Soundcast. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, that thing's sweet. I like it a lot. <clears throat> it has a high gain switch on it, um, which I mean, just bumps up the gain. Doesn't do a whole lot on the voicing, um, but it just it sounds phenomenal. I really like it. Um, <clears throat> it reminds me a lot of my V1, so I'm thinking about running the V1 into the V3 on my board, which I don't know if that's too much or whatever, but I don't care. I'll, I can be extra. So. I was actually thinking about pulling out my uh, Electromotive clone. Yeah, it's a wonderful pedal. It is. Um, now that I have a, a pedal train Metro 20 just laying around doing nothing. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to have that Snow's black box coming at some point here. <laughs> yeah. So there. So there's oh. your bass tone right there. Hey, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you try to remind me on Wednesday to try to buy a Prince of Tone? Okay. Yeah. I need help remembering that you know you can just uh set a siri reminder yeah but it like doesn't remind me how i want it to i don't know it's like do you I tell need... it when to remind you okay hey siri set a reminder on wednesday at 10 a.m to buy a prince of tone remind me 10 minutes beforehand okay a prince of town close enough i think you're good i hope so um yeah let's see you know i can't okay. buy a prince of down anymore you bought you've already bought your two yeah i've already it, bought two yeah hmm I mean, my the second one I sold was more of a favor sell, so I have I have dibs at original pricing, right? But yeah. So, do you still have yours though? No. Oh, you sold that other. So one I sold got... I sold one, and then the yeah. second one I sold at face value to a friend. Yeah. So I have dibs to get it back if I want it. Okay. Which might wind up being just like an even trade with this now, or what something. I don't know. I'm interested about this the black box. Me too. Um, I remember selling one uh, for somebody else, but mm. I don't. I think I was just kind of like I don't need it, and I never really messed around with it. Yeah. I mean, my understanding is it's basically a Prince of Tone with all the dip switches on the outside. So. Oh yeah, this the Prince of Tone has dip switches inside. Yeah. You know what, the, but you know what Bluesbreaker doesn't have switches on the inside. What's that? The Marshall Vintage reissues pedals. Oh. There's four of them. Yeah. Yeah. How much? 250 bucks. Yeah. Okay. So do we want, let's mm. run through what they are like fully. So okay. Bluesbreaker, Drivemaster, Shredmaster, and the Governor. All in, all in unique boxes so like they're all kind of the similar thing but they all have their unique quirks to them right <sighs> and yeah in the US they're 250 bucks yeah that was more than I was expecting 
Yeah, I was kind of expecting like the 180 to 200, 200 max. Me too. I, mean, I feel like, I feel like, okay, so first of all, the governor and the blues breaker are the desirable ones. Shredmaster kind of, Drivemaster not really. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe they'd price them accordingly as well. Nope. Yeah. I don't know. I would, you know what? The the only reason I'd like this is if the price of a used blues breaker, even if it's a reissue, dropped. <laughs> like, well, I mean, they were at like what a thousand bucks. They're stupid money. Yeah. Stupid. Thanks, John Mayer. So all the great issues that you know exist in this, including you know the the fact that you just have to dime the the volume on the blues breaker and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, they didn't, they didn't mod the circuits at all. They're just straight up reissues, really. Yeah. Um, someone might well actually mean that their surface mount or whatever. I don't care. Um, there's oh the Shredmaster was the Johnny Greenwood one. So there are people out there that might be like radio yeah, fans that would the be drive after them. the Drive Master isn't really like yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, a lot of places are doing pre-orders on them too. Um, so they sold out quickly, it seems. And so the hype is real. Um, and they sold out pretty quick when they actually launched. Um, now if you want to save some money on them, there are ways. Do we want to talk about that? yourself. Well, so with exchange rates being what they are and what European pricing is like, the Europeans like Toman and, and Andertons had them way cheaper than we did after mm-hmm. exchange rates and even including international shipping. Right. So I know a, a few people who were like, oh, it's too much, but I want one. I was like, go there and just wait a week for it to ship. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. I feel there was a there's a bigger price disparity with these pedals, particularly US to foreign than usually. But... Oh, the hype! I, how do you feel about the whole release cycle with the how these got leaked and how long the hype cycle was? I feel like we haven't had this much of a, a long hype cycle since the DL four Mark two. Yeah, um, I feel like Marshall should realize that. Th- I think it's you should be like aware of how long your hype cycle is um marshall's is not that long uh this like, one worked i don't i mean yeah but like <sighs> i mean more so than any like marshall amps come out and i go mm, so all of no. them are sold every one is sold out pretty much okay pretty much or like every type because I, La- I last i checked were... everything was sold out okay i still just <clears throat> you have the who who the heck's buying the drive master Thing. yeah who's buying the drive master like even then i don't think the governor's that amazing well the governor That's, had they when they did the other series like the the jackhammer series tone yeah. jack tone hammer series yeah um is it called tone hammer i actually believe it is the tone hammer series i thought that's fender it could be hammer tone is what the fender one is okay anyway Marshall. um yeah, the governor was one of those and seemed to do okay. Yeah. But. I'm looking it up because I want to know what 
that series was called. I think they had the Tone Hammer or something like that. That's oh, it doesn't even say what it is, what series it is. I don't know. They were good pedals. I had the Jackhammer from that okay. way back when. Um, how about something completely different? I'm down. Okay, are you tired of playing power chords? I, I'm tired of playing guitar, but yeah, power chords especially. Well, Mr. Black has a pedal for you. It's called the High Five Instant Power Chord Generator. I've got to say, legit, can't believe it took someone this long to kind of do this. I mean, you could do this with I know, like harmonizers like, and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, 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 it's crazy that it's taken someone this long to just be like, hey, power chords in the box. Here's, here's one where the, the second octave is always stuck to fifth. Yeah. So yeah, you can control the fifth and an octave as well as the dry signal. Um, and Which will be your root note. Yep. Um, and what I find that part interesting, how you can kind of affect the timbre of the chord. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's the power chords for bass players. Even though bass players know how chords work, if they're a good bass player already. Here's my question though. Why can't I just use this to play Metallica? Uh, oh, here's a fun one is drop D dead. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't need drop D tuning to play easy power chords anymore, right? <clears throat> yeah, we, we just destroyed it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, we should do do the, the Digitech drop into this. <laughs> yeah. Only, only play three notes, turn them into power chords, never learn a different key. Actually, and then you can get a whammy <laughs> pedal and shift it. You actually, you could just play an E and open Just play e one note. String. Yeah, an open E. I think I think you just came up with your avant-garde uh, concept album there, DS. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. It's one note but mini. Huh. That's the name of the album. <laughs> one note but mini. Title of your sex Wait, tape. Um, one note. One note. Colon, but mini. And but is B U T T. All right. Now let's talk about the 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 art. Okay. So listen. Here's some, no. I'm just kidding. All right. Let's move on. It, it's Mr. Blackheart. It's, it's how much is no it? frills. Two hundred bucks. No, I was talking about for my my album, but yeah, two hundred oh. bucks. That's a, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So they're only doing a limited run of fifty three units, which I'm guessing are sold out at this point. Why is it only fifty three? Uh probably because he could only get so many chips. Oh, okay. He's like, I can only get fifty five, but I want one. Um, and I'm gonna mess one up. Yeah. So I can also see this uh, once this is live, like seeing how demand goes, they might make more of these. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're sold out. So have fun paying ridiculous overpricing for, you know, things. Yeah. Anywho, let's talk about something else. Ketones Exchanger Pro offers a choice of eight electric guitar pickups in one pedal. So it's the Variac system in a pedal? Yeah. Now you can sound like metal. Hmm. Techno tried to destroy the metal. So you can do fifties. You can do a vintage single coil, hot rails. Yeah. So they've, they've done pedals like this in the past. So this is sort of just the new incarnation of it. 
Wasn't there like a Seymour Duncan one that was supposed to make you sound like a like a single coil? Not ringing a bell, mm. but I, you know, all of Seymour Duncan's pedals, I don't really remember very well. But this is going to be 250 bucks. That's a launch price at 215 uh, if you buy it direct, but yeah. Oh, they had the pickup booster. Never mind. Yeah. I was thinking something else. Sorry, boot that. So. Do I want to spill the beans on this or not? That you can basically do this with any IR pedal? Do it. Ruin someone's dreams. Yeah, so you can do this with any IR pedal if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all you got to do is basically play the same thing uh, with two different guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do a tone match uh, IR off that using any built-in thing in your app and then you so then you have an ir that you can just turn on and it'll make any pickup sound like the other pickup mm. suckers all right how much is this again 250 bucks oh the yeah the launch offer of 215 dollars keys tones so keystones or keys tone keys Okay. Key Z tone. Key Z tone. Well, they ah. are they are French. The key Z tone and the croissant, oui, oui. Okay. All right. Behringer's new ring modulator will literally fill the gap left by Moog's Moogerfuger. Moogerfuger. Oh, this looks familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like a Moog. Moog. Moogerfuger. Yeah. Sorry, Moogerfuger, not Moogerfuger. Yeah. So it's. You know, Behringer is teasing a clone of their latest prototype, and it's literally a clone down to the inch of yeah. the Mogafoger um, MF-102. Oh, this will be great for all you uh, Incubus fans and everything. Uh, yeah, so the the original pedal was discontinued in 2018. Yeah. Um. And they did come out with uh, a plug-in version of it, um, but not a physical hardware version of it. Um, no word yet on pricing or when it's going to come out or anything. I'm like gonna that. I'm gonna buy all of these Moog clones from Behringer. I'm gonna buy all of them. I don't give a fuck. I mean, <laughs> Moog made like 20 different pedals, so we'll see if they do all of them or not. But I I want it so bad. You like the wood sides, don't you? Yeah, I love the look of it. Like I just had tons of IO on the back of it. Yeah, looks. So, oh my gosh, I want them to. I want to buy them. I want to buy them. Speaking of wanting to buy them, uh, JHS Pedals today. This is as of recording on a Monday. Has come out with three new fuzzes for their legend of fuzz pedals plus a new utility pedal that's actually i think the highlight of this line so do we want to go through all of them here if, if that's what you want to do i mean it's it's reading a list do you want to do it diaz okay let me read the list so we've got the mary k 1969 japan the berkeley 1973 california the plug-in 1967 california yeah, then, so the Berkeley yeah. is um, a fresh face, re- a fresh fuzz replica. 
Um, So um, I'm trying to remember. Tom Schultz from Boston used one. Eric Johnson used one. So it's it's based on the single op amp version, which was the version one. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really know much about. Looks like they got the boost option on the side there. The Mary Kay is a K fuzz tone. Um, I don't know about which replica, but um, it can actually accommodate a um expression pedal on the frequency knob. That's pretty cool. Oh wow. Um. But they also say that expression pedal may add some hum to the system. And then finally, there is the boss tone replica in the plugin. Yep. Uh, which has an interesting history about it. I'm sure I haven't seen it yet today, but I'm sure they have a video going through the history of all these kind of things. Because the yeah. boss tone was actually one of like the plugin style things. Like the, mm-hmm. way, like the orange squeezer was the same thing. Well, yeah. like form factor, not the same thing, obviously. Right. Or um, linear, the linear power booster was that the one that was also a plug-in thing, like one right into, yeah, um, I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. And the last thing JHS came out with today was the vulture. The vulture, which is a nine volt voltage sag utility. So, which I love the spelling of it. It is V O L T U R E. Wonderful. Yeah. Very good name. Um, so pretty cool little device, about 80 bucks. Um, just literally does voltage sag. So if your power yeah. supply doesn't support it or your fuzz doesn't support it, but you still want to do the dying battery trick, this is another opportunity to do it. Right. So I can see a lot of people. I, I see that being the real draw today. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause this is a very, Again, there, there's a lot of places where this is a feature, but there's I think a lot of people will just want a you know quick plug-in version of it. Oh, for sure. Um, and then the cool thing with this too is the foot switch is an on-off, so you can actually kick it back to regular voltage and back on again using the foot oh, switch. Wow. So that's pretty cool. That's the that's the that's the lineup. The fuzzes are all hitting about 180 bucks. Yeah. Uh, which I think is more expensive than the first run of the Legends of Fuzz series. Really? Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could be. I remember paying less. But nonetheless, uh, it's it's cool to see that line, you know, continuing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know what? The other nice part about it is like, okay, it's forcing you to stay in their brand, right? But mm-hmm. a lot of people fuzz is something that you just hot swap all the time you're just like hey i'll pull this one out i'm gonna throw this one today i'm feeling this one right right these are all the same foreign factors so if you stay in that product line they keep they keep you know you can i think where they're going to eventually wind up is where they literally have just every type of fuzz kind of documented in this product line so you can hot swap them all having said that i didn't really like the box on these when i had one Mm. but that's me well that is you sir um let's see what is next on the list uh fender custom shop tyler bryant pinky stratocaster do you know tyler bryant nope 
Neither did I. But I know I like the Stratocaster. Yeah, it's got a Shawbucker and an HSS configuration. Yeah, a well, relic that... shell pink, and the pickguard is a very unique design. Yeah, what is that? Like a kind of gold silver. It almost looks like a floral print, like an That's aged floral print. Thought. Yeah, it looks like someone's uh, carpet that needs to be cleaned. <laughs> um, it has a sixty style style oval C shape, nine and a half inch radius. Um, narrow tall frets. Uh, Mercada white dot inlays. So this is very much so like a. Uh, a vintage throwback yeah I, I dig it how much is it five thousand seven hundred fifty dollars oh i but it includes a guitar strap oh okay and a deluxe hard shell case not just a regular hard shell case this some bitch deluxe i didn't see people being really liking this like vintage heads particularly um but um your average player that's out of their price bracket, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. That's the only guitar this week. Can you believe that? I can't believe it's not butter. Anywho, Vox debuts the Clubman 60, a new tube powered guitar amp aimed specifically at hollow body guitar players. How is a guitar amp? specifically designed for guitar hollow body <laughs> guitar hoping, players. I was hoping you could tell me. A Vox has announced Hey Diaz, did you know this amp works on its side as well as right side up? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's offering a hi-fi sound via the combo's 8-inch speaker and tweeter setup. An intriguing speaker combo, more likely to be found in an acoustic guitar amp than one aimed at electric players. So it's got all the highs. Yeah, it's got all the highs. So um, it, this is the new tube stuff finding its way into an amp. Yeah. So about 383 bucks. Which is like the same price as their new tube pedals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, or whatever, however overpriced their pedals have historically been. Um, but you still have to assemble yourself too. Nice. Remember that? Um, this actually yeah. comes fully put together. Um, well, it's not the Ikea amp. Yeah. Uh, that price point's not oops sorry uh that price point's not crazy i mean it's slightly more than a katana or a catalyst but not that far out but they i i think there's a lot of people who the eight inch speaker is going to be deal breaker for yeah it's got two channels one's an ultra clean I wonder is this like our jazz players going to just love this thing? Is that what they're trying to do? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you want to know something that is actually interesting? Hmm. Fender expands its Tone Master amp arsenal with the release of digital modeling Princeton Reverb. They got the Princeton Reverb in the Tone Master line now. Okay, so they have the Deluxe Reverb the super mm -hmm. reverb, the twin yep. reverb, the Princeton mm -hmm. reverb. Mm -hmm. So what's left? The basement? Yep. And Is that the, it? And the, and the reverb. Just like the reverb reverb? Yeah, reverb reverb. 
Reverb squared. Yeah. And so, how much does this run for? Probably it's close. Usually they're close to the same price as the actual ones. Yeah. Let me see a price. Uh, Eight ninety nine. I mean, a prints and reverbs a lot more expensive than it used to be too. They've gone up. Yeah, especially thanks. now that they're kind of like the one everyone's trying to get. Yeah, thanks. Sixty cycle hum. I would, uh, I'd 65. blame Chris Stapleton more than that. Eight. I don't know about that. Anyways, uh, the sixty-five Princeton Reverb one by or the um, one by ten is fourteen hundred. Sixty-eight yeah. Custom Reverb thirteen hundred. They also have a twenty-eight hundred sixty-four Princeton Custom Princeton Reverb. They got the Princeton Reverb DSP for two hundred fifty dollars used at Guitar Center. Woo woo. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff's getting more expensive. It, it, it's like everything a- is really shooting up in price. They've got a Princeton Reverb amp, uh, sixty-eight custom, one by ten, twelve watt, for seven seventy not for seven eighty used. Yeah, those were the the not actually silver face, but they were silver aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people like those. Well, there's one on Guitar Center's used website, yeah. so you can buy it and then them call you and say, "All right," and then them just cancel your order. And you call and they're like, oh, we already sold it three days ago. So I got a story here. Um, Story time. Yay. Tangent. So when I was on Chicago Music Exchange on Thursday, Mm -hmm. I was waiting. So I'd been working, like just messaging with uh, one of their reps back and forth. uh, Like once you buy a high-end guitar from them, they start, you know, emailing you and like checking in Mm because you're a whale now, I guess. Um but yeah, so I've, I've now gotten paired up with a guy who just like, you know, periodically is like, hey, what are you looking for? Can I can keep an eye on the used market. You know, like they do that kind of stuff for you too, if you're friendly yeah. enough. Um, and uh, sorry, someone is yelling. Is that coming across? Are you hearing that? No. I think it's my neighbor yelling at their dog for barking and barking and barking because it's been doing that. Um the so yeah so i'm waiting for the dude he's like busy with another customer or whatever but like and he hid the amp like i did a walk through the amp rooms the amp wasn't out and so i was just like i don't know if it's here or not he's he had it in the back room um and so another guy was like just like hey can i help you and i was like yeah i'm just waiting for so-and-so do you have you seen him around and he's like oh no i'll, I'll page him but in the meantime how can i help you i was like well i'm just kind of amp shopping yada 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 kind of explained a little bit of like i'm just kind of in the mode to kind of try some other stuff see what else is out there here's what i've got now um and he just really latched on to something where he's like well if your super reverb's too heavy have you tried out the tone master and just kept pushing the tone master on me which i thought was like a weird thing to gravitate towards where i was like dude i am huge the weight is not the issue um but yeah he actually like got me to go over to a tone master that was on the floor and picked it up and i was like they are a lot lighter. Oh, yes, they are. Like, appreciably lighter. They're not necessarily, like, paper light, but, like, I can definitely see the draw there if you're constantly lugging a combo around, especially, like, the smaller ones. Like, this was a Super I picked up, so, like, it was not a small boy. But, like, like the Deluxe or the Princeton, getting those things down to, like, 30, 40 pounds, like, changes a lot. Yeah. And no wear and tear on tubes. So I can, I can definitely see, particularly like the regular gigging mu- musician, 
them being mm-hmm. like a really good option. But for some reason, I just can't get interested in them. Partly, I think, just because I already have a Fender that I like. Yeah. So that's the end of my tangent. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, <laughs> Thank you for half paying attention, Diaz. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So Seymour Duncan and Mark Holcomb unveil Scarlet and Scourge Humbuckers. Wild for crushing tone through amp modelers. So was okay. he originally the Alpha and the Omega? Was what? that originally Mark Holcomb's pickups? I have no idea. Because he's had signature pickups before. That was like part of the draw of his um, his PRSs. Yeah, I don't know. Scarlet. Uh, So it's a one-two punch, a ceramic and Elnico 8 design. Um, Apparently designed for modeling amps. I don't really know how you do that. Um, So they have them in six, seven, and eight string models. Yeah. Um, They have a, a matte black finish on them, if you want. Yeah, so the Alpha... The Alpha was his original one. The Scarlet um, is the similar one comparing to that. And um, the, the Scourge is the other one. They're not comparing that to the Omega. But I would bet you that we're about to see a new Paul Reed Smith signature model from him as well. You think so? I mean, if he's coming out with new pickups, yes. Um, and also they have... Um, they have a new album coming out too. So hmm. all probably hovers all around all those things. So there you go. I don't see a price tag on them. Did you? No, I didn't see one. I yeah. guess in between 200 and 250 a pickup. A pickup? Yeah. Mm, probably. Well, yeah. It's about where pickups cost these days. Yeah. Well, do we have a topic this week? I did not come up with a topic. Yeah, I didn't even think about one. I, I figured my what's new was going to cover half the episode anyway, so it did cover quite a bit of it. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, this is kind of a shorter episode, though. Still, it feels like. Or am I just imagining things? No, I mean, we're under an hour. Oh, okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, definitely, thanks for listening. Go check out uh, the website, theeffectslip.com. It's got links to our YouTube, our email. Whoa. Oh, I just dropped my mic. <laughs> Facebook group, Instagram, merch, and our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash theeffectsloop. Um, the slash is very important. Just make sure that's there. Uh, you can go in. Uh, you can hear what we talk about before the episode. Um, if, it, if it offends anyone... Uh, we're not sorry because I don't think anything we say is really offensive. Uh, Scott got a little edgy this week, but that's about it. That was in the pre-app. Yeah, that's it. Pay money and you guys can hear the pre-app and hear the edginess of Scott. It's there. It's deep down inside, but it's there. I'm always edgier in the pre-app, though. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. 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 Right, right.
fucking the start scene. Oh god. Ooh, I put my mic. Hate annihilated, every heart is one love again. So 